if I had a child and we were at a family get together and the child was some with the nanny and then my house got bombed, would you take my child? Feels like there was a, a different way we could have gotten to that question than that really. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> explicit. so you're talking about like you're at a family gathering and then the, the child is not there because what you're what I'm what I'm hearing is that you would give the child to your sister before you give it to one of us. Well, I mean, like I feel like you would oh, probably be like cool. he no, like okay, personally, I was gonna say that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I want I want you guys to take my child. I want you guys to raise him under the same household. Yeah, I think that honestly, the odds of Harv and I end up together are not super low. <laughs> or at least In close general. to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would do that. How much money would you leave? The, yeah, that's uh, a great I, I, yeah, I'd leave you guys all of my debt. And you <laughs> definitely take that all <laughs> All of it. Yeah, no, that seems great. Yeah, in How my will. Work? If, if someone uh, dies with debt, does it just go to their It gets kids? passed on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Gets... That's a bitch. So I just want to confirm that I'm going to write in my will that you both are taking my child, but you have to live under the same household. Your kid's happiness for 72 hours is worth max 250 for you, Michael. Mm, that's fucked up, Michael. You really messed up here. Hold on. <laughs> you said it was worth a thousand. We're not no, talking you... about me right now. We're talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> His comments bullshit. Jeff Probst, I'm calling you out. You're bullshit. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, coming hot off of episode two of the new season of Survivor coming in your ears right now. We have voting in the majority joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Michael Gutierrez and Bryce Mulder. Uh, Michael, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. Here, let's see if, if we can pick this up and maybe that's the sound of me cracking a beer at uh, 545. It's a happy Friday. Um, and I'll... Well, I'll have our sound guy edit that out if it's um if it's no good. Uh, but no, I'm doing well. Uh, had a really shitty week at work, so uh, really just excited to put it behind me. Bryce, how are you feeling? Um, I'm doing well. You know what I've been thinking about all day? It was the nine year anniversary of Malaysia Flight Three Seventy. Two days ago. Are you gonna Are you gonna Two watch that Netflix documentary? I already watched it. All three Pretty hours. Good. So good. Like, All right. part of it was, like, not very good. Honestly, I didn't pay attention when it happened, like, in real time. One of the guys is a mm. bit of a crazy person, kind of like Carolyn. But, like, <laughs> I'm on the side of... One of, the, one of the guys? Yeah, like... Like, one of the 249 that died? Or no. One of the... No, there's, like, <laughs> like, there's like, a, there's, like, 10 people who tried to solve... There's more than 10, but, like, there's a big number of people who tried to solve the, the disappearance. To anyone listening at home, I'm sorry because my mic cut out at this point. I was talking conspiracy theory about the U.S. government, so the fact that there's no audio on it seems a little weird. Anyone at home who disagrees, um, you're wrong, and the United States did it. So, yeah, I'm doing great today, though. Feeling very patriotic on this Friday, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Carp, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm we great, never though. ask Harv how he's doing. Yeah, well, we just kind of uh, talked about ourselves. I'm yeah. the point guard out here, dishing it, dishing it to you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's Friday. It's always a good day. I got a big site delivery on Monday that will wrap up a project that I've been working on for nine months. That is just the bane of my existence. So really excited to put that in the uh, in the rear view. Mm. So you've carried it to term. <laughs> As they say. As they say. Yeah, exactly right. Um yeah, and it's just going to go out into the world and be its own little website. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Um, we had a, another fun episode of Survivor. It's just, I mean, it seems like in modern Survivor, there's always something going on. Like every episode has action. But the, these first two episodes of season 44 have had a lot of action. And it's been entertaining and interesting action and not just action for the sake of action. Um, where do we go ahead? Well, I'll just say 31 vibes. I think 31 was the first season that it was like kind of hectic mm -hmm. very early on. And I'm getting that, I'm getting that here and I'm really enjoying it. Um, but I think that we start kind of with return from tribal. Yeah. Uh, an interesting first, tribal. An interesting tribal, one that we, you know, dove into last week. Um, 
two shots in the dark played one successfully the one that was unsuccessfully played was from our guy matthew we're determining matthew is matthew and then matt blankenship is sure seems matt matthew is mgm that's what we're going with or at least that's what i'm going with oh mgm is matthew okay mgm and then franny and matt is matt sure right Yeah. yeah I don't um, think we need to worry about Matt Blankenship too much. I think he's gone soon. <laughs> We're just on the side that he's not going to be here for a while. Um, so MGM, MGM comes back, and he's got a he's got an explanation for his shot in the dark that it logically makes sense, but I don't think he was correct in what he was thinking. Well, it, I think that we'll we'll find out if he was correct when they go back to tribal the next time, obviously. But um, essentially, we didn't know why he played the shot in the dark. It sounded like he was a little confused. And he said it was because he did not want to show where his allegiance was lying. However, if you weren't going to show where your allegiance lied at that time, then I feel like that tells me that your allegiance was with Brandon and you just didn't want to be wrong. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. Bryce, thoughts on that? And, And by the way, there's... I know you guys are gonna be all over me in the comments. I was dogging the fact that that was a possibility <laughs> in the in the last episode, um, saying that there's no way someone would be thinking about that. That Matthew MGM was not that level of player. Literally, the first two minutes of episode two, he's out <laughs> there explaining it like it's like it's a thesis. So, um, yeah, tough way to start, but um, I don't know if it was a good decision, especially considering you only get one per per outing. Oh, so he can't use that at all ever again? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but like, I kind of get it at the same point. Gabler used his first time last season, first first episode. He used his shot in the dark. To... So, boom, the goat. Um, That's a fact, actually. You yeah. speak with some rubber with that with champion. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the opposite point of Michael because I kind of want uh, Harv to be the, the one that decides where the majority lies. But I think that it was actually a smart move because I, or I think I don't know if it's smart or not. I think that he isn't with Brandon and I'm taking, I said last week that I think those two are going to line up together, but I think he didn't do it because if he voted for Brandon and the idol was played, he screwed. And I think he wanted to vote for Brandon. Cause I think he's now like, obviously Kane is screwed. So I think he wasn't going to be on Brandon's side. I think this actually shows he wanted to vote Brandon out. Okay. Yeah. First, think about I that. Love, yeah. I know. I think Harv alluded to the fact that he's already on my side. So enjoy the minority there. Um, <laughs> but also Kane is the fact that they are saying Kane is screwed is so fucked up. It's why I hate survivor is like, what else was he supposed to do? Dude? Like everyone was voting for like, he, as far as yeah. he's concerned, everyone else that voted voted for Brandon. So what's the deal? everyone everyone else who voted there was literally three votes and one of the other person who did went home i take advantage of hyperbole okay i just feel like this is the first episode of the of your tribe going to try or first time your tribe goes to tribal like this should be the easiest vote you should not need to like hide your your allegiances i feel like like just make you're you're sitting in the middle too much just pit, make a decision whatever side you think is best if you think that's going with brandon go tell him be like hey the votes are on you you should play your idol you still flush the idol you get on his good side if you want to go against him then i don't know figure that out but like mm-hmm. i just don't think it was necessary like okay know, doing too much let me let me play let me play the other side though now yeah so he <laughs> <laughs> He votes with Brandon, right? This is he over here. <laughs> so he, he votes with Brandon, right? And he goes back to tribal. Brandon's safe. So now it's Brandon and MGM duo for the rest of the season. But now Kane feels spited by them. Um, who's the other? Jamie doesn't know what she's doing. And Lauren has an advantage. So now MGM and Brandon are the next two targets now. I, I think that... Yeah, that I do see that. You see what I'm saying? Like, hundred percent. But also, I think that they, if that's the situation, I think that Kane could get pulled in because this dude is is kind of slippery. He doesn't really know what he's doing. I don't know why I said slippery, but um, 
Thanks. Uh, I think Lauren's probably the next to go. She was lying. She lied to all of them. And I think that that's going to come back and backfire. We have not seen the re repercussions of that. True. True. But, she did lie. Didn't she also tell them, oh, yeah, I have an advantage? Or was she just telling us that? No, she told, like, that was what was unspoken. We talked about it at the in last episode. But she was talking. They were talking as if she did not, that she had a vote that whole yeah. time. And so I think that they knew that she had an opportunity to either play her vote or not play her vote. Clearly, it was common knowledge that she didn't play her vote and was then rewarded with an advantage because she told the whole tribe that, you know, so too. Why would you do that? Like, I don't understand like, oh, that. I lied to you. <laughs> that was yeah. just, she looks ridiculous. No sense to me. That's why I'm so confused why she's not getting a single bit of heat. And she's kind of got a little, little bit of like a, a spicy attitude. That I think I like I vibe with generally if, since I have to watch it every week. It's on TV. It's a little tough. Yeah. Well, anyway, after that, yeah, we talked about Brandon being mad. Kane voted on him like the rules of the game tell him he should have done um, just for playing the game and people get mad. It's really funny. Um, then the next scene is uh, Matt Blankenship talking about his girlfriend and making it abundantly clear that. It was mutual. It wasn't that mutual. She definitely broke up with me. <laughs> Super tough to have to relive that uh, on national television. But, you know, my guy uh, rebounded quick and seems to have found another uh, flame to, to keep his heart warm uh, already in Franny. Do we, uh, do we think they're going to last past Survivor? I think it's going to be very dependent on how quickly they go next to each other. Yeah. I think if for some, if they both make the merge, I'm Scott, I've got these guys getting hitched. Yeah. Um, although I don't think, I think Franny is, is, is actually thinking a little bit more with her head on her shoulders mm. and she is recognizing that they're gotta, they gotta yeah. split up here and it's going to break Matt. It's going to break that man. Yeah. I feel like they definitely are in this weird position. Matt's going to get screwed. Like, Everyone's trying to warn Franny that they're going to vote one of them out soon. Like, Franny's getting the good side of it. I don't know. But to answer your question, Harp, absolutely the fuck not. They're not going to be together <laughs> after Survivor. <laughs> like, no chance. I think he's, like, think of the psychology of it. He's just, he's in a weird mental space. And he's on national television on an island, not eating food, barely having enough water. There's no chance. Like, this is just a weird scenario. This is, like... Uh, what's a comparison like the bachelorette mm. if you're on an island like after yeah. just being dumped like i suppose but it's also kind of like what's the word fairy tale like <laughs> this is like this is like yeah. a love story like hey, this could yeah. be pretty we all model our lives after robin amba of season eight all robin <laughs> amba like, that is an exemplary model right there and franny and, and matt are just taking the first steps and walking down that path yeah, but I think this is more like an ending like Romeo and Juliet. Like, they're both going to die in the end. And... <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, it's funny that Claire tells Franny that their people are noticing and it's obvious that they're talking to each other so much. And Franny goes and is like, yeah, you're right. I need to hang out with him less. And then the next thing she does is go and hangs out with him more. Like, they're just not getting the message. The thing that I... They both seem like such... I think they're both really smart people. They seem like such airheads yeah. to the game of Survivor. I think that whole tribe does besides Danny. So my thought is like, I know we've talked about it a million times. It's stupid. It's like they shouldn't, I don't even if they are together, I don't think they should be viewed as a threat because they're just like easy votes out. Like what? I mean, maybe they value Franny, so they want to tell her, but it's like, what are they going to do together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, not really that what is the, What's the true danger here? <laughs> yeah. I think they're both like high IQ, low EQ. Like their emotional intelligence is not very high. I don't think they're really reading the room much. Yeah. And I think that's like, I think Heidi and Claire do a really good job of like understanding everyone else. So I think that's where they're kind of, what, what, why are you making a face, Michael? You don't think, <laughs> dude, wasn't, wasn't Claire the one that was like, guys i don't mean to be a proponent of everyone being lazy but let's all just chill like danny's out <laughs> doing all the work and yeah he's out there finding the idol like maneuvering spy like shit and she's just like guys we're chilling yeah guys we're fine everyone just take a beat we're cool 
fair fair but okay he's, <laughs> he's got an idol but she's got four allies who know that that's don't, a fact they don't want to do anything with her that's high that's eq, a fact. High EQ. All right. chatter i'm going See that? i like that all right <laughs> Um, and so that uh, segues us perfectly, Michael. Great job. Um, the next scene, well, there's a middle scene. We're going to go a little out of order. The next scene is Mr. Scared Money Don't Make Money, Danny, finding <laughs> the key, going That's back, getting his idol, getting his fake idol, going back, replacing the bag, and having the fucking three steps ahead self-awareness to put something in the bag and close it up tight. We'll talk about Carolyn failing to do so in a little bit. No one even notices it's gone. Matt Dude. and Franny are too busy flirting. Claire's too busy watching them flirt. There's no one has any clue. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Like that's a top notch. I love how the edit made it seem like they walked up right behind. Yeah. And I'm like, I was just waiting for him to take the whole bag, not even think about putting it in because I didn't think about putting it back. Like in my head, I was just imagining an empty birdcage and someone walking up to it. So the fact that he thought about it, I felt like such a dumb Survivor fan for not even thinking about that. I completely agree. I had the exact same sentiment watching it where I was like, he's so smart. Like, that is genius. Yeah. And then three minutes later, Caroline had the same thought. And I was like, okay, maybe he's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's obvious if you're out there. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's probably obvious if you're out there. No disrespect to you guys. Again, high high EQ guys, low e, low IQ guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, on the pod. That's all of us. Um, the the part that I liked the most was that edit, like you guys said. Like I could have sworn it was still swinging back and forth when they walked yeah. up, or maybe that was the Caroline. That was one? it was Caroline's. Yeah. Oh, God, is well, it Caroline or Caroline? Uh, I think it's Caroline. Caroline spelled Caroline, but. Uh, Danny's a dog I think from the very first episode he was like that he did a confessional and it was yeah we just have a ton of like likable people in the tribe and you could tell I think he was kind of hoping that there'd be a little bit more division but I think Mm -hmm. he was ready to slip in and and um kind of be a snake in the snake in the grass I think he's going to be really good and yeah I don't want to toot Harv's horn but two two i mean listen <laughs> the scouting department had some eyes on him the whole draft process and we ran to the podium to to get that pick in we were really excited about him um the best part of it was just how freaking cute he was after he found it he, mm, he did yeah. a little heel click he was so excited <laughs> it, it was awesome i loved it yeah i um, think can I, real quick i just think he needs to play the idol like soon because i think he needs to get to the merge and hope that he still has some of those bigger guys like Brandon MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if yeah. he can have some meat shields, he's in a tough, like he's in a good spot. Well, he's a thick slab of meat as well. Exactly. Um, so he needs some other big guys there with him. So I think Brandon not going home week one really saved Danny. Some, some little butterfly, little butterfly effect there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. The other thing is he can just play. I feel like he could play that idol every week. He'd play it. It's going to go back into the wilderness. He'd just go, go find, find it, it again. again. No one else is doing anything. No so he can literally just keep doing it, like going yeah. back to the well. Um, yeah. Also, I like his game. Uh, can we quickly, let's go to Carolyn. Yeah. How the hell did Carolyn find that key in that tree? Because that was everyone in the... got scared by the snake. It, like, it wasn't her doing anything. They just ran away, and then she's like, well, I guess I'll keep looking. And then she Okay, it. but wasn't it, like, tucked in? Like, I would have never saw that. No chance I would have saw that. It was, it was, was well done. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just... Kudos. Today, this episode is showing me that I would not be great in Modern Day Survivor. I clearly <laughs> would miss a lot of things, and I get exposed. But I, And I think, yeah. we need to, I think we need to give give Carolyn her roses a little bit. Mm-hmm. She got the idol, or she got the key. Ha- this is maybe, maybe giving her a little too much credit. Had the wherewithal to recognize that it was the key. Going step by step, <laughs> opened up the bird cage while everyone else was away. Yeah, she didn't tighten it up. She didn't put anything in there. But all of these people, NASA Carson, NASA guy, right. he's saying to his to her face, he's like, "Yeah, we don't know who took it." Like, and she's just so out there that she's able to act completely insane, and can and just like play it off. Yeah, let's let's talk about well anything on Carolyn first, Bryce. Before I have to 
give some constructive criticism to my guy Carson. Yeah. Um, I said when she got it, I said anybody but her. I actually yelled at the TV <laughs> and said, Jeff Probst, you have to step in and tell her that that's not the real key. Anybody but Carolyn can find the idol. <laughs> um, it was so good. I was really someone, proud of her. Do you think someone could have grabbed a stick and like shimmied it off of the thing and like just pulled it out? Or do you think they so the rules was like you need the key to open Ooh. it? I was thinking someone could break it, was my yeah, thoughts. Right. So um, I, I would bet that there's a rule. Um, okay, so yeah, Caroline finds it, uh, totally blanks and real doesn't realize that everyone will know that she's the one who took it because they were all together when she did it. Puts it back, doesn't cinch it up all the way. It's swinging back and forth. Great edit. They walk up. Carson instantly notices. Nice job. Sees sees what's going on, and then we get about forty five seconds of Carson explaining. Not just how smart he is, not just how well read he is, but by reading these books about FBI interrogation and whatever, he instantly knows exactly what every single person's body language means and starts reading them all off. Goes one for three, maybe, in like picking up the, the vibe that people are putting off. He's looking at Jam Jam and Hi, not Heidi. <laughs> Who else is in that group? Helen, Helen, Jam Jam, and Sarah. Sarah, he them. gets he gets jam jam right maybe and then helen and sarah <laughs> he's just like 180 degrees pointing in the wrong direction has no idea what they're thinking and is like so confident in it like yeah. this is this is a lot of young people on survivor and it, it's not surprising it's a lot of young people in general like knowing something and then going out and doing it are like two completely different things and my guy is well read but he is not a man of the world like he doesn't know what people are actually thinking yeah um, I will say that Carson is the dumbest NASA person I've ever met. <laughs> and my contact book is full of NASA engineers. <laughs> I got Neil Armstrong on speed dial. So we named we name drop on this pod. We name drop a bit. I had to think about it. I almost said Lance Armstrong there, but that would have been a hell of a, a hell of a name drop as well. Um, <laughs> exactly. Just... But bro, like immediately when he said that he knew like he can read body language, Harv. I, the first thing I said was like, don't say that. If you if you say that, you have to be right. You cannot be wrong or you are going to get done in by the edit. And he did like, it was so bad. And then Jam Jam's on the beach and he's like, oh, I can tell it's Sarah. Like all four of these people have been going around from the camp to the water well, to the bird cage, to back to camp all together. No one suspects Carolyn. And nobody. so like they completely discount the fact that it's even in the realm of possibilities it's like all right guys which one of like it was so uncomfortable watching which one of us four has it and yeah <laughs> eye contact between all four of them like even that tribe of three helen sarah and carson are like which one of you fuckers have it because yeah. i don't know and it's certainly not carolyn mm. and then carolyn and walks up there, yeah she walks up and they're like carson's like Carolyn, it's obvious that someone took it. Can't you tell? And she's like, whoa, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> like blatantly. And then he's like, yeah, what do you think happened? And she, doesn't she say something about snakes? Like she's just like, oh, yeah. yeah she's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, they're like, oh, weird, right? And she goes, oh, the snake. Weird. The snake. <laughs> and it's like, she, she'll probably get that line the snake for the next like four or five episodes and i'll just kind of let her dab in the corner yeah. <laughs> she yeah. reminds me she reminds me of anyone oh i know bryce has seen moana uh harv have you seen moana I haven't had the pleasure no how do you know i've seen moana because i watched it with you it was a great night we oh, wow. together <laughs> um, uh first of all harv watch moana um but, and Zootopia. after you watch after you watch um mh370 documentary no no free ads though no free ads oh my bad after no you watch bad. a documentary that i talked to you about earlier yeah. um anyway there's a chicken that's just like constant and really like stupid in this mm. in, in the movie and it's just like always relevant always irrelevant but always around that's kind of going to be carolyn no disrespect yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay but i am 100% on the let's bash Carolyn. That sounded awful. Let's, I was not a Carolyn fan. That's all I'm going to say. That sounded awful. And I don't want to disrespect Carolyn. What don't Carolyn. you like about Carolyn? 
No, from the start. Not now. I'm growing to Carolyn. I kind of like Carolyn. I think I like Carolyn more than Carson. I thought I was gonna like Carson more. <laughs> Both of them, I was like, they're gonna be out soon. But here's the thing: Carson can read these people and everything, but yet when he talks to Carolyn, he's if anybody has been with Carolyn for 72 hours, they know she's <laughs> gonna react crazy. And the one time she doesn't react yeah, crazy, right? they think it's nothing. Like that's wild to me. But second, secondly. Um, she is reading Carson better than Carson is reading her. Like she is on Carson's ass right now, dude. Mm -hmm. Like she, she knows like she's going, like she's emotional about it, but she's like locked into what Carson is doing. So I'm just saying like, you got to watch out for her. She's two for two on episodes of being super aware of her position in the tribe. Mm -hmm. As soon as Bruce went home, her and Jam Jam, like, I don't feel good. Like this is not something that i'm comfy with and we need to fix it yeah and can and i give then, yeah you can give whatever you want can i give two quick shout outs please one to harv for being corrected is jam jam and not yam yam yep um, huge shout out to harv yeah shout out to harv appreciate it and a non and like an anti shout out to jeff which we will again yeah keep those coming for you guys jeff come on like what are you doing man be better <laughs> but um secondly uh i want to say that we knew Carolyn and Jam Jam were going to get together. We called that before the season even started. Yeah. Like that was on the money. Pat so, on the back. Yeah. Um, um, so next yeah. scene is the um, is immunity challenge. Um, just a quick doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but you know, my guy Danny just looked really smooth going down that net. That was really impressive. Uh, just mm. one clean <laughs> jump, slid down, popped up. And then Dude, he- who didn't? Yeah. Jam Jam sliding down the thing that on his tough. back. He got a little <laughs> choked up there. Um, and then Danny found the ball on the first try, um, which was also equally impressive. Um, snake maze. Um, My favorite. Classic survivor challenge. Um, and at the end, Matthew just speeds through it. MGM, really impressive. Um, Sarah chokes, just had a great lead and then just couldn't couldn't secure it. But um, Matthew brags about how he built a snake maze in his backyard and uh and has been practicing on it carson then immediately has a confessional and says i've also built a bunch mm-hmm. of uh challenge yeah puzzle challenges uh, on my 3d printer but i'm not going to tell people that because i'm not an idiot um there's a lot of questions here but let's distill it down to two questions first do you think it's smart or stupid to reveal that and uh, and let people know that you've been practicing? And then second, do you like that Survivor goes back to the same challenges so many times to the point where people can copy them and prepare mm. specifically for them? Is that the point of Survivor? Or is it would it be better if they had more random challenges that no one knew what was coming so they can't be prepared for it? So oh, let's start with the first one, uh, Michael. Thoughts smart, stupid to, to reveal that to the tribe? Um, I think the answer to that question is, yes, yeah, probably not very smart. That said, <clears throat> modern survivor, I don't think there's locked in on, like, I think that these, the paranoia is like more re- repeated paranoia from what people have observed in the past. I don't necessarily think they're going to take action on him because he said that. Um, the other thing is what a dominant performance and like, just to, to execute on something that is so well prepared is a really, really cool moment for him. And like, hell yeah, dude. Like I would be like, Jeff, dude, it was, this is amazing. I, I, I practiced this in my backyard. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of a, it was his moment and yeah. it, maybe, maybe it happened a little too soon in the season, but I think that was a big Matthew moment. And I was, uh, I probably would have instinctually done something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it happened too soon. I think, Matthew, the last two episodes, he's set, they're setting him up, man. He's going to be top five, I think. Like, he, <clears throat> the fact that he took away his sling and did that challenge, it was really cool. But I think that eventually we are getting to a point where people who get on the island have to assume there's at least one or two people who have practiced every single challenge yeah. in their backyard. Like, it's happening season after season at this point. Like, we, we got to expect it, right? Yeah. And so do you think Survivor needs to do something to mitigate that and bring in new challenges or just make them less obviously the same? So that, yeah, so then this is the second part of that question. Yeah. Um, I think the, the second part, yes. 
it's less obviously the same like does it ha it doesn't have to be a snake every time like i feel like they could do like a mm. maze or something like that or yeah um maybe i guess a snake is the most free-flowing animal mm -hmm. maybe we get like a octopus or an eel in there Ooh. an octopus would be very interesting how you did that one yeah <clears throat> yeah and centipede then, isn't an eel just a snake but in the water like wouldn't it be the same shape yeah, same shape. They're, yeah, they're... but I mean, different visual. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, um, shake it up a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I, I will say that I personally, I think it might have been because the snake was done by Tyson and uh, Rob in that season forty to get yeah. back into the into the game. And I was just like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I love this challenge. Like, I love that puzzle. I love that little end. I guess it's not mm -hmm. a puzzle, but it's it brings it brought back good memories i guess for me so i like the idea of like keeping some challenges the same i think it's fun because mm -hmm. you get some of that nostalgia like the one with the crate we talked about this a while ago the one where they're underwater and they're holding onto the mm -hmm. crate that's one that you want to see most times right like i i enjoy watching it so there should be some change up but i like how it was done personally what are you thinking harv yeah i i i feel like I don't love that people are able to prepare so much, but I think exactly like you said, Bryce, it's cool to have kind of the through line between seasons and mm -hmm. be able to compare, oh, he did it in this amount of time versus he did it in this amount of time. Like, that's neat. I'm not mad about it. I think, I think, I don't think you should say anything about it. Like, I don't think it will, like, it shouldn't be a big target on him. Like, I, like both of you said, everyone knows what the challenges are. And probably multiple people on the island are preparing for them and it's not that big of a deal it's so early in the season i just don't want to give anyone a single possible reason to vote me out like i just mm -hmm. think revealing any sort of information where you are trying hard and looking good early like before real alliances are formed i would just like try to play everything close to the vest as much as i can but it's probably not that big of a deal well, and the other factor is that this is an immunity challenge. So he knows immediately True. True. he's not going home tonight. Yeah. And then he's so got like a couple just, days mm. for, yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, it's all going to blow over in the end. I think that's what you're trying to get at right now. Like, it's yeah. like in a couple of days, Survivor changes so quickly. No one's going to be like, oh, yeah, he was the one who was practicing everything. Like, maybe they remember it in a couple of weeks, but I think it blows over very quickly. Yeah, I would use that <laughs> as a reason to target someone for the first vote after the merge of like hey he's been practicing mm -hmm. want to go against mm -hmm. him anywhere. you're like that's an easy vote let's get him out kind of thing mm -hmm. um not to be this guy but do you a do you think that like under the pressures like 12 13 days later you're going to remember even that he said that like in the moment yeah. like you were experiencing yeah. defeat like you just had lost immunity like yeah you were pissed you were thinking about who you're going to vote out next and then the other part is if that snake challenge showed up in the top five which i doubt and if it yeah didn't you just say wasn't it a big challenge in 40 like it was a it was a big moment. challenge it was a big moment in 40 but it's not going to show up again a second time in the same season in a big, oh no i'm saying yeah it, it didn't show up episode saying. two it showed up like do we think he would have yeah. performed well after he's been Out emaciated there, yeah. is emaciated the right word like when he's like i like it that's when he's like lost a ton of weight he's not as strong not as focused like i think maybe just came around at the right time too and mm -hmm. who knows if he had I wonder if he has another confessional where it's like, yeah, I actually built this one in my backyard too. And we killed it, but he just yeah. mentioned this one. He wasn't like, mm -hmm. I built a ton of survivor challenges in my backyard. Right. Anything like that. I think that's going to come up for Carson. Like, obviously we're seeing, he keeps talking about it. He said it a couple of times. The fact that they put it in the edit means that it's probably going to come up again. Totally. But um, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, I have a question about this immunity challenge about survivor cheating question mark Ooh, uh, survivor cheating exclamation point I mm, love it. i'm excited uh, to hear about it we'll, <laughs> we'll give you the answer to that and more after the break all righty let's get back to it that was the worst that was the worst intro i, I, I thought it was good i thought it was solid <laughs> all right well we're gonna we go sure? with it i'm i'm pretty sure that was it wasn't the best it wasn't very like it wasn't great. Anyway, I think if you say it with more confidence, it would be great right here. Do that oh. if you say the same thing and let's just go with it. Okay, I was just gonna go from here, but okay, let's try it oh. again. How do I say it with more confidence? All righty, we're back. Welcome back, oh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> All righty, 
It's really hard. Okay, I'm just going to go. We're going to keep all this in in the edit, too. All righty, <laughs> no. and we're back. <laughs> so I had a question for you guys, or a comment. Survivor. On yep, on immunity. Survivor are, Survivor is, Survivor are cheaters. Survivor is cheating. Something like that. The TV like show that. or the Survivors? The TV show. Jeff oh, Probst and gang. Um. I can't remember another producer right now, but there's been complaints in the past. When they like bury something that you have to dig up, they put it in different spots. They make it deeper mm -hmm. for some people, things like that. Survivor has adamantly denied these accusations. But I am here to say that it is true because of this immunity challenge. And can you guess exactly why I'm saying that? Because Danny grabbed the ball in the first one. Ding, 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 Harv. Everybody, see, I don't know. They everybody did... grabbed the top bag. Everybody sure? grabbed the top bag. Did you see where Danny grabbed it from? I did not instant replay it. They didn't oh, even okay. add it in the edit. But they didn't grab the bottom bag. There was one tribe. It was the last bag they grabbed almost. Like, here's what you're discounting, Bryce, right? There are always internal investigations done. There's no <laughs> doubt that Survivor did not. They had a Survivor had an internal audit. They, yeah. they determined that there was no malfeasance or whatever the word is. <laughs> a hell of a word. Just like how the NBA investigated John Moran, there was mm -hmm. nothing, that, you know, because it wouldn't have made the NBA look bad at all. Just like exactly. this internal investigation wouldn't have made Survivor look bad at all. Mm -hmm. they, they, they put their best guy on it. Mm -hmm. Nothing was found. I'm with it. Just like Tom Brady hasn't been investigated multiple times, and yeah, he's clean. I mean, he's clean. Deflate, he did, well, he, he he did, did get deflated. He, he did get some. Didn't, he did get a suspension, but that was more like, hey, like, just take some time away. We yeah. need you for the next few years. Take some exactly. time. So maybe they'll do that with Jeff because he's getting to be like 2010 Tom Brady level. Oh, Jeff is far past that. <laughs> Jeff is not in his prime. He is over the hill. He's looking like. I can't say that on this pod. So, <laughs> He's not looking great. He's not looking great. Well, physically, he looks fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's an attractive okay. human being. Come on. Um. So here's, what I, here's my question. Are you proposing that they intentionally put the single ball on top of Danny's? Or are you saying there are six bags? One group has five balls in their bag. One group has five balls out of, or five of the bags have balls in them. Like, where's the, what's the level of cheating? I think they purposely put... Danny's ball on top. I don't think that they wanted Soka to go to tribal council. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I have a couple pushbacks. I'm definitely gonna push back on that point. I they okay. they assign the balls or the the colors randomly. Like the teams don't they don't say, "Hey, Danny, you're on green. Your team's like we know we gave them this one right here." They have tribe colors. No, no, they do it for immunity. They don't do it for or they do it for individual immunity. They don't do it for group. Because if you looked at it when they went down the slides, it said each tribe's name on each slide. Okay. Well, then you, I'll take that point off the table. Um, the <laughs> other one, they, it, we were talking before the pod. We don't want to copy or borrow from Tyson and Jeff's pods too much, but it, it's relevant at times. Tyson was talking about this challenge and how Danny found it so quickly. And Tyson's comment as someone who you know has been on Survivor four times or whatever he was like, in every single challenge, I go into it thinking about the challenge from the producer's point of view and how mm -hmm. they're going to try to do like the little things where they bury it uh, in a different place or like where what they would try to lay it out as. And Tyson's comment was, for this challenge, I would instantly grab from the bottom of the pile. There's no yeah. way I'm taking the bag off the top. So maybe okay. that's what he did. Okay. Maybe that's he just a good point. A random one. Yeah. And just real quick, just to interject, no free ads. <laughs> all of the references that we do make to Tyson and Jeff, those are the best parts of their episode. So there's literally zero reason for you guys to go listen no, to their yeah, episode. The rest of it is you, awful. Yeah, we're giving you yeah. the, the little little pinch that you need. The rest of it is absolutely junk. Just, unless, yeah, unless, they do, unless they do want to collab, then uh, hit us up on our socials. Yeah, yeah Jeff Probst, so. you know where to find me. <laughs> um, uh, I do I think it's an interesting though. question, though. It's a good question. I'm sure. Yeah. Everybody had a thought right there. We all spoke at the same time. Michael, do you have something to say? Because I, yeah, I, I do. I I do have something to say, but I am more eager to hear what you have to say. 
my thing is one tyson is a notorious liar and two i think that tyson has time and time again spoke about how survivor is cheating like tyson is one of the people that backs that i think the way he put it or the way you're putting it now makes sense that if he did grab from the bottom if he did grab from the bottom my point is null we need a producer we need one of our interns to go back and watch the episode again god knows i'm not but it it's one of those things where if he grabbed from the bottom yeah that's a great point but like yeah if he didn't there's this some is, cheating going on this is where we need gene sterator dr sanjay gupta to come in here and kind of give us that behind, mm-hmm. behind the scenes look um can someone just remind me just so i can visualize maybe there are other listeners out there with me what was the scenario where he needed to grab the ball? I thought they had there, to dig for the ball. There was a pile of bags. There was like 10 bags and yep. one of sand. And one of the bags of sand had the ball in it. Okay. So you had to like grab a bag, run forward, empty the bag, search for the key or whatever it was. That was and what then it was. Go back. You so emptied he, the sand into more sand. Exactly. And Danny grabbed it on his first one. Yeah. Which I know Jeff over there commentating was probably like, someone trip him or something like he's too what, far ahead but when you're hot you're hot and danny has <laughs> been hot. hot he had I a mean, hot. uh you're not wrong interesting take um something that i'm gonna start watching very closely just because uh but at the same time you know what we've learned about survivors you have to get so fucking lucky to win this game and like True. a part of it is like you get tossed a bone you know, from yeah. whether it's producers, whether it's a, I mean, Jesse getting the Dwight's idol at the end of, or I guess technically it was someone else's idol from the, mm-hmm. when they were just shuffling idols, like you just kind of got to get lucky and that's yeah. getting unlucky if you're, um, you yeah. know, it's tough when the producers are the ones cheating, but I'll keep and, an eye out. Everyone, yeah. everyone, you know, don't worry. I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching. Everyone can sleep at night. I'll pay attention and we'll figure out. We'll get to the bottom of it. All Detective right. Gutierrez is on the case. <laughs> Live from Secaucus, New Jersey. Hold it up on my phone. Oh. Here's what we got. They all grabbed from completely different parts of the pile. All three mm. groups. One of the groups grabbed from like the front edge of the pile. Danny actually grabbed close-ish to the top. And then one of the other groups grabbed like a side bottom bag. I wonder if you could like apply pressure, like kind of like elbow it down or kick it to see if there was a ball. In there. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be noticeable weight wise because it's it's probably so, in the well, middle of the bag, but maybe or like sand, around. Yeah, sand packs pretty well. It's dense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. I I think I I am definitely willing to accept that Survivor puts a finger on the scales uh, at times yeah. to to push things in certain directions. I don't think they would do it that blatantly where like some group has an obvious advantage in a challenge, like before anything even happens in the challenge. But mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be that surprised if I was wrong. I'm adamantly, and I've used that word a couple of times now, so maybe we'll use a different word, but I am a hundred percent a conspiracy theorist on survivor right now. Mm. And I believe survivor rigs challenges to benefit the players that are in or the player they want to win, right? And I know production and Jeff Probst have said otherwise, and maybe that they're like, oh, we don't have enough time to make a new challenge. Maybe that's true. But before the season starts, if you have a Jeremy or an Ozzy in the contestants, you're going to make challenges that fit their profile. That's my that's my thought. It makes sense. They'll never admit it, though. I don't think we'll They'll ever never admit it. Yeah. So, yeah. Bryce, you're not doing enough for the podcast. So I think what you need to do is put it together a little PowerPoint presentation for us. Perfect. If you can, if we can identify which producers produce which episodes, because I've heard that like each producer kind of handles an up, ep- like there are multiple producers. One is like in charge of this one. Yeah. The other one's in charge of this one. Okay. You know, see if there's some correlation there and maybe report back. Yeah. Let me go run through all 44 seasons in mm-hmm. each episode well just 43 I'll... just 43 yeah, okay let 43. this one be let this one yeah. be perfect yeah. yeah i'll go run through all of it and then i'll get back to you next week uh-huh yep and then i'm trying to think also you can probably leave out 30 30 leave out 30 30 oh yeah okay 
All right. Yeah. 30. Yeah. Perfect. Who needs 30? Okay. I mean, All not, right. Yeah. That's enough on challenge. Can we, can we talk about this vote out? Yeah. So please. Ratu and Soka win immunity. Who, who, wh- who does that leave going to tribal here? Tika. Um, Tika. Yeah. Um, Carson. Carson. Am Jam, Helen, and Sarah. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sarah has my heart, by the way. So any biases that are um, episode two from here on out are that's on me. But they're they're in the building. She's a she's a darling. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, side note: Survivor Fantasy. Sarah is the lowest scoring player so far in Survivor Fantasy. Nice. But double zeros for the end. Wait, what? She she got one point in both. She found a a, a she found a, a an advantage. advantage though. Wow, brutal. Oh. Different, but she also lost the vote. Different voting uh, system. Yeah. These the point scoring for Survivor Fantasy is it's it's almost like question. we shouldn't be it's almost like we shouldn't be doing it. I'm in a league right now where <laughs> someone has 26 points and the next yeah, okay. closest has 11 points. So Bryce was trying to be really cute. bad. Bryce was trying to be cute, GMing his own league, and now it's just it's it's like fan, it's like cute. it's like base behind but you're cute with it it's a good thing. exactly i'm yeah. just generally but like <laughs> trying to get like my generally, on my side like generally you carry cuteness with you where you go but that was not an object of exactly the league right exactly like parv is an attractive person she's gonna flirt are you gonna hold it against her no i am that's why she's an all-time no. yeah but thought, that's thought, thought you said harv there i got really i was touched for a second i did oh. say harv Harv, no. you are you are flirty too. Um, anyway, right. so we go back to camp. Something you go back. To camp. Got derailed there. We uh we got derailed. So we go back to camp. Um, we see Carson, Sarah, Helen, and Jam Jam talking. They seem to have a consensus. They're all going to vote out. Uh, Carolyn, easy does it. Not a problem. Jam Jam goes back and talks to Carolyn. Pretty obvious that his heart is not with that aforementioned group, and he's going to be figuring something out with her. Carson comes up, tells Carolyn that he wants to work with her, and Carolyn has an aneurysm and collapses on the ground and starts <laughs> freaking out. She's just so dramatic and flaily at all times. Like, there's just something going on. <laughs> and how lucky of us to get... Like, we obviously would eventually happen, but in episode two, after a great episode one, we got a Carolyn tribal council. Yep. I was I was giddy. I was giddy. <laughs> And I have Carolyn and Sarah on my fantasy team, and I was still <laughs> giddy that we get to see this bunch at Tribal. She was trip. I I thought that Carson was lying to her too. Like I thought he was playing her, and that kind of. I think Carson was putting himself on a fence, um, right right in the middle of the stump in the mouth. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, just face down, ass up. Um, Whoa, I, <laughs> that's how you sleep on a fence. That is how you sleep on a fence. Um, oh my goodness! I I don't think he was lying or telling the truth in that moment. I think he was trying to figure out which side to go with. I'm really surprised Carolyn didn't tell anyone about her idol. That just seemed like the second she found it, someone was going to know. But she kept it a secret through tribal. Especially uh, the edit set her up. They they yeah. gave her the pan away. They're like, she's like, I am for sure not telling anyone about this idol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not five seconds later, they pan to a situation where she definitely we would have thought that she would. Held strong. She is. Um, I promise you, she's driving her son crazy. Oh, he's, he's not be. enjoying. He's going to class on Thursdays, yeah. and he's not pleased about the reception that he's getting in class. She but... talked about his shit on national television. Oh my god! Yeah. Whoa. Are you guys doing that? Huh? Are you doing that? Your kid loses their first tooth, accidentally swallows it, and they no. are. Was no chance. Have... Yeah, first one. Yeah. They're going to be crying for the next 72 hours because they didn't get a dollar from the tooth fairy. You're not going to make your kids weak. Well, first of all, I'm throwing a tenner under the I'm throwing a tenner underneath the pillow, so $10 for my Great. kid. Yep. Not saying I'm better. I'm just saying $10. Just whatever. just rich. Just, just rich. rich. Light. Yeah, just, just, just some more money. That's it. Yeah, no? that's all. <laughs> um, are you doing that? Are you digging through shit to, Dude, to find How is kid? she retaining the shit? Like does does is she like, "Hey honey, the, the water's she... broken. Don't flush." No, she's waiting outside the door and telling him, don't flush. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had to have the conversation. Are you doing this? Are you helping the kid out? Dude, the kid might cry for 72 hours, but I'm going to cry for 30 years if I have to dig through his shit for three (laughs) weeks. Like, not doing it. 
Um, I don't, th okay, I don't think I'm doing it either. And you know what? It's a good lesson. It's like, Hey, unfortunately I know that you did the thing by losing the tooth. We need the product. No, totally. <laughs> let's, let's play. Let's play it out a little further. You're not doing it to make your kid happy. When are you doing it? Kid swallows a $10,000 diamond. Are you digging through their shit to find it? <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm putting okay. that kid in a room. The kid's not leaving the room until Let's find the number. Let's find the number. $5,000 um, diamond. Are we still yes. doing it? I'm I going think, I'm going to like I, 250. Yeah, I was going to say mine was so, personally anything over a grand. Your kid's happiness for 72 hours is worth max 250 for you, Michael. Mm, that's fucked up, Michael. You really messed up here. Hold on. You said it was worth a thousand. We're not no, talking you... about me right now. We're talking about you. Um, I, honestly, it's not about the kid. It's about me. Yeah. All right. There we yeah, go. Exactly. Um, Just wanted to clear it all up. And, Honestly, and here's I the thing. Yeah. Please, Bryce. I was just gonna say, I'm if my kid loses his tooth and he swallows it, I'm just gonna tell him the tooth fairy can't pay him if he can't show me that he has a tooth. So like it's a him issue. It's not a you issue. It's a him issue. Like that's <laughs> that guy. I don't even remember if the I, th I think the tooth fairy was a very quick break for me. I think I got a a couple dollars on my first few and then it was over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one probably doesn't last all that long. I had a few. I had five teeth pulled in one day by the dentist, yeah. so that would have been that would have financially ruined my family. Had I that would have been awful. Not to not to be a one upper, but uh, <laughs> oh, I, I had seven pulled in one day. Oh. Wow, that's awful. I had I was I think you're supposed to be born with like 24 teeth, and I was born with like 31 or something like that. Damn. Yeah, you look, just, look like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Literally, yeah. I had teeth sideways in my top oh. gum just hanging out up there. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Anyway. Look at you now. I, look, look at you now. Look at you now. But personally, this is not a question for me because you guys are going to be raising my child. So the real question <laughs> is, are you going to search for the tooth through my child's shit? <laughs> no, your kid, your kid is not your getting kid, a search. Your kid is fucking money. out of luck. Like, yeah. He's going to tell dad to check, check his house. I'm going to have him come <laughs> shit. I'm going to have him come shit on your grave. And that's a <laughs> Bryce, Bryce can find the tooth for you. Oh, my kid's going to be in it. He's going to be in a closet under the staircase like Harry Potter. You guys are not <laughs> taking care of my kid. Well, I mean, <laughs> highest pressure creates diamonds. I mean, we're going to be doing the best for that child. Okay. And then you dig through shit to find the $250 diamond. It all goes full circle. <laughs> um, full all right. So Carolyn loses her mind. They go back and forth. I didn't really get a whole lot out of this pre-tribal. Like I'm looking at my notes. Carson's in the middle. Anything else happen there before they go to tribal? I think that we already touched on it all. Uh, Carolyn and oh, Carolyn's playing Carson. There, really, there is something. Carolyn's playing Carson, but also I maybe wouldn't be a good survivor player either. I completely forgot that Sarah didn't have her vote. Mm. Similarly, yeah, so I forgot she didn't have her vote um, yeah. and didn't even realize that it was going to be a 2-2 split mm -hmm. had they yeah. not. So, yeah. I uh, I was kind of convinced that um, Carolyn might have to play her idol, but I just, to remind the viewers, forgot about the lost vote yeah. from Sarah. Right. Yeah. You go, Harf. Well, my question is about the vote, so you, you go. Okay. First. I just wanted to say, I think this is a question I've been contemplating after I've been reading a little survivor um, journalism, I guess you could call it. Uh, this season, it's been very interesting so far, but I don't know who's aligned with who. The only person I really know is Jam Jam and Carolyn are kind of friends. But like, I think we spoke about it a few times with Brandon and the Ratu tribe. We know nothing about Soka other than Matthew and Franny. And now with the Tika tribe, like we don't know who's aligned with who. And I think they need to dive into it a little bit more. And I think that might be a, a problem with production so far in the first two season episodes. Well, yeah, two things to say on that. One is it's probably because there's so much screen time for advantages and whatever the hell else is going on. They just don't have enough time to show us everything. Mm -hmm. And then two, I think that's pro also partially just the modern survivor. Like things change so quickly. Like you don't really set alliances in stone. Like, hey, final three on day two anymore. Like people don't really make those promises. That's a good point. That's a good point. I guess they have done a good job in terms of like, we know kind of who's voting for who so far in Tika and, and going into this tribal, right? Yeah. Maybe that's not their alliances. I think you're you're right on that, actually. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about the vote out. Yeah, so 
go to tribal. The only things I, I really remember from tribal is Carolyn try, crying um, just because she's scared and there's so much pressure, which like I get that's I, just I, it's a, it's an emotional response. Like you mm-hmm. can't really control that. Like I cry sometimes when things get yeah. like, intense, like, Too much, yeah. Super. but you would try not to do that in a pressure situation on national television but you know it is what it is i think i think she's put as little effort into covering up your emotions as possible in the first two episodes yeah and like if jeff like probably the what first time that jeff even talked to her the whole time yeah i feel like i would just break down so yeah Mm -hmm. and again we are yeah we are carolyn stands here now yeah well this is the carolyn (laughs) podcast so far uh I, i think jam jam did a good job of uh Kind of talking about it like he's on her side and he did a good yeah. job like you know that's who, him yeah exactly he's like that's who carolyn is like she's gonna be emotional she wears her yeah. emotions on her sleeve that's nothing wrong with that that's just yeah. it's just the pr yourself. team it's the pr team yep exactly covering it up a bit Top um, up there with tom brady's <laughs> two tom brady shout outs in one episode we love yeah. it um so not much else happens in tribal. Um, Caroline gets into vote and is freaked out by how many chess pieces there are on the board. I, dude, <laughs> I was I thought she was gonna like start opening random ones, like yeah, just <laughs> figuring shit out. She's um, never gonna find the marker ever. The why is why are we on an island in Fiji with um a middle e- middle ages knights and castles theme? What what's going on there? Just they're trying something. I think they're just really sick of not. As we talked about 15 amazing China theme, mm-hmm. I think they're just sick of being in the same spot and they're just yeah. trying to revamp within that. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of I'm sick of Fiji as well. They're they're quote unquote, they have a good deal going with Fiji. And I won't say who that quote's from, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're missing the old survivor, man. Change it up. Let's get some yeah. new themes in there. Yeah. So Helen goes home. Voted out by Caroline Jam Jam and then Carson being the swing vote. Um, Helen votes for Carolyn and then Sarah doesn't have her vote. I think, Michael, like you kind of alluded to, I don't really know why Carson switches over to the other side other than if he didn't, it's a 2-2 tie and they go to rocks. I think that right. might be the only reason. And he was just like, let's just get someone out and not make it complicated. But I think well, as far as an alliance goes, does he prefer to work with Carolyn in and uh jam jam like they feel very different from him and i don't feel like he would trust carolyn is my intuition but my my thoughts are yes i don't think that he trusts that situation but i think that he trusts um sarah infinitely more than he trusts helen and if they go to rocks and he doesn't go home and he stays then that means that sarah has a one-third chance of being booted and it's that really is important. really bad for his game. Yeah, at least he's still got one close alliance. She'll have her vote right. back next tribal. Yeah, totally. And that it's like, sense. he also can go back to tribal, kind of like how we said Matt would, and I said it was ridiculous, Matthew, MGM. Um, he can go back to tribal and she can say, she can say, um, or he can say, yeah, like I didn't want you to go home either. That's why I switched my vote. Like I didn't yeah. want us to go rocks and I didn't want yeah. to lose you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good sell. Um, any thoughts on the vote out, Bryce? I mean, just more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. I have a interesting fact for you guys mm-hmm. about nice. Helen. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know why Helen? She. Um, I saw this on Twitter. Helen is actually named after Mount St. Helens because she was conceived up there. Fun fact. Whoa. Yeah. What would so... your guys? Na- what would your guys' names be if you were named where you were conceived? Do you, uh, uh, obviously, just a guess. <laughs> okay i'll go motel first. six uh <laughs> i was june july august september oh i would be called dad's birthday dinner <laughs> <laughs> oh stop it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know it wasn't like, and you said that like you knew what you were gonna say. Like you're like, oh yeah, obviously, like Dad's birthday dinner. That's yeah. just a quick, just no, some no quick brain. mental math. Yeah, um, that's really funny. Um, all right, we gotta wrap this one up. I almost lost my uh, survivor survivor pick um, in the first episode. We were doing it. I Michael, so do we need to do our picks for the next? Yeah, that's, we yeah. gotta finish that up here. Um, Caroline, I, can I just me. can can I just say that I was lying about the Helen thing? That was total. I was just waffling. That was totally wrong. I was... So you made me look like a fool for absolutely no reason. 
No, I enjoyed your comment more. I feel like that made some great content. Bryce, <laughs> Bryce we're going to rat. Was... You're going to rat. I'm going to tat. Rat, tat, tat. You set me up for that. <laughs> All right. Let's go into this. Harv, what do you? What do we got? Um. Well, where's this document here? Um, I have I you. Nope. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I picked Caroline. Michael picked Jamie. Who the hell is Jamie? Jamie exactly. is the one. Jamie's the who... one that won the shot in the dark. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. And then Bryce picked Heidi. So we're all safe. Um, Heidi's going home next episode. I'm just telling you that. You you set it up perfectly. Um, and then let me go find my list of Survivor 44 players. I love it. Um, all right. Anyone ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Who you got? Not, ex- not excited about it. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I, th- I think this is a pick that I'm picking him a little early, but I'm just eager to get through. Give me Dr. Wilder. Mm. That's, I really had my eye on him as well. Yeah. Um, I, was I think Dr. they're Wilder. coming up the tribal this week too. They have to, they, they haven't voted anybody out. They have to. Oh, producers are going to make them go. Survivor cheats. going to put the survivor cheats. I'm on the scale. I'll keep an eye um, on it's gonna be Well, heavy. I was actually going to pick him, but I, don't want to be a copycat here um hey can we leave cats out of it please my bad um let me get uh let me get jamie jamie getting getting some pressure some heat and some juice put on her back-to-back weeks we'll see how she responds um jamie lynn jamie lynn is actually who i was gonna pick and I am going to be a copycat. So. Wow. so wait, you guys both copied me from last week. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like we just knew she wasn't going home week two. She's going home week three. You know, so we're I playing was the premature. game. You're premature, man. I, I'm a picture. I hope she doesn't go home week three. Yeah. That'd be I, nice actually. Now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> week, week four. No, week, week four three. would be great. Yeah. I, um, um yeah. Yeah, I I'm sorry I have to be a copycat this week, but like, yeah, I'm trying to win this game, so I'm gonna pick Jamie. All right, I feel like I need to change my pick now. I really don't like it's having yeah, the same. It's too late. You don't have it's okay. Like, let me change it. Let me change it then. Feels me, like you guys are picking like Pittsburgh to be North Car- like the Carolina Panthers in week two. Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me change mine. Let me go with um. Let me go with uh. Sarah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go to Sarah. Okay. Crazy. All right. We'll find out next week. I love yeah, it. Um, if Jamie right. goes home on week four, Harv, you owe me five dollars. And that was. That is. I binding. don't know why I, I said five. No, it's binding. Yeah. yeah, I heard it. It's um, unfair, but right. that's the rules of the pod. That's just how it works. All right. I'll I'll take it. Um, last thing I want to leave with before we go, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, heard on the Jeff Probst podcast, just an interesting thing. He claims vehemently that there is no such thing as a winner's edit. Okay. Well, yeah. Internal I, investigation, just like I'm sure that yeah. Roger Goodell. Yep. Okay. I've heard that. I bullshit. Like, I'm calling bullshit. It's like, as a TV show, there should be, you're not doing your job if there's not a winner's edit. Mm-hmm. But shit, that might be what they've been doing the last few seasons and that's why we're all so confused maybe they're yeah. actually figuring out they should do a winner's edit and it's just like leading to a much less satisfying ending but yeah can i say this one last thing too yeah do you know do you know what a purple edit is yeah kelly purple yep yeah. so a purple edit is when they like don't give you any screen time they don't want to show you off you're basically the person that is there but no one knows you're there and like a purple edits won the game. So like I guess there's some evidence in his case, but I think it's bullshit. There has to be a winner at it. Yeah. And like I guess it makes sense. Like his comment was we don't edit based on the outcomes, we edit based on the story. And we try to tell the story of the season. And like if you're gonna be the winner, you're probably strongly involved in the story. So maybe it's not they're trying to do a That's winner's edit, but it's ch- chicken or egg that way. Yeah, exactly. I I'm not buying it. They okay. You, they're giving the winner more screen time than other people, so that people connect to them when they win. Like that yeah. is their goal. And I'm also gonna say that they they start with the ending and work backwards. Once they get all the the filming done, they That's don't start they from the front. It. Yeah, they edit yeah. from the back and go to the front. So I think 
his comments bullshit. Jeff yeah, Gross, like, I'm calling you out. You're bullshit. <laughs> oh, if you're listening to this, it. Jeff, we love it. We love you. <laughs> like I but, said, you have. If you want to collab, we're here. Um, we're here. Yeah, like Gabler's not getting that rise to the bottom, sink to the like rise to the surface, sink back to the bottom quote in episode four. Mm. If he doesn't win the game, mm-hmm. right. they're just going to move on from that. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a great point. They throw in that little extra. That's a great point. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's all from us here today. That's all uh, from us here today, folks. I think so. Um, we're coming back next week with another Survivor pod. Do we have anything sports-wise we need to talk about in the meantime? Just a lot um, of sports stuff. Maybe we'll connect. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah. Like, World Baseball Classic. Shout out to baseball, baseball fans. Okay. Never mind. Maybe <laughs> we take this week off. <laughs> all right y'all right. have a great weekend um call your mother this weekend tell her tell her hey and let's just is it mother's day no oh but just give her a ring maybe thank you for listening to another episode of voting in the majority join our voting community by hitting the follow button as well as the bell so you're notified each time we release a new episode